Welcome to Radical AI, a podcast about technology, power, society, and what it means to be human in the age of information. We are your hosts, Dylan and Jess. Welcome to the first episode of our new series, Measure Mentality. This series is sponsored by and in collaboration with the IEEE Standards Association, which is a leading consensus building organization that nurtures, develops, and advances global technologies, bringing together a broad range of individuals and organizations from a wide range of technical and geographic points of origin to facilitate standards development and standards-related collaboration. So over the course of the almost 10 months or so that we've been doing this podcast, we kept running into similar questions around the success for what AI can be, how it's designed and how it's deployed, um, and how we can even talk about that concept of success. And so we were so excited to be connected with uh, John C. Havens, who you'll hear in a moment, and connect with IEEE, who is sponsoring this uh, 10-episode series, which will be a collaboration between our two organizations, and then IEEE will continue this Measure Mentality series uh, under their own umbrella, Moving forward, this question of what success looks like and the metrics of success, what that looks like for AI. And so in this series, uh, as John is about to explain, so I'm not going to try not to spoil it, but what we're really excited about is to get into the weeds of these topics, really explicitly diving into, well, what are the metrics of success for AI? And also, what does success look like in the first place? So John, as I guess I've already introduced you, but I'm going to introduce you again. Uh, we're going to introduce John C. Havens to the show. Thank you so much for being here and uh, for being part of this team where we're bringing together this Measure Mentality podcast and, and more, which you'll talk about in a second. But uh, as we get started, could you please introduce yourself and uh, talk about this vision for Measure Mentality? Sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much. Um, and really, the entire metric of success for AI is to be on the Radical AI podcast as a guest at least once. And now I've manufactured <laughs> to be on the show again. So first of all, it's such a pleasure to be with you guys again. I, I so respect your work. I am, uh, my title is I'm Director of Emerging Technology and Strategic Development at the IEEE Standards Association. And you've already given a great you know, general introduction to the work of measure mentality really to explore what are the metrics of success for AI. And we'll get into this more as we discuss, but it's a big question, right? What does the word metrics mean? What is What type of AI? What do you mean by a success? And then, of course, once you start talking about metrics, you are you biased? Because now you're thinking about a certain metric. So we've got a, a great 10-month you know, series of, of podcasts with you. And then uh, we'll talk more about this too, but the logic is the guests that you interview here first will then be, I'll be interviewing on a follow-up webinar after you guys do the podcast. So we'll really get to explore with the guests that you interview uh, uh, in those both locations and then probably some other folks on the uh, webinars just to really dig into these issues. So John, measure mentality is something that you've been really excited for and excited about for a long time. And you actually came to 
Dylan and I with this uh, high level idea of, you know, measuring success, measuring AI. And um, you had some really, really great ideas for how we can really dig into some of the uncomfortable topics that we're going to explore in this series. And so um, I was just wondering, you know, why why measure mentality? Um, what, first, where did this name come from? And also, why were you motivated to have this series happen in the first place? What what was in it for you? What are you looking forward to? It's a great question. I like being deeply uncomfortable. I think that's the, the that's the goal. No, um, uh, I love the way you asked it. I think uh, on a personal level, and then I'll talk about the IEEE work. I, um, a lot of my work before I came to IEEE was focused on measuring uh, values. Um, and then my dad was a psychiatrist. And so things like measuring emotion. And I'm honored to be a part of an organization really focused on engineers, where the perspective of measurement or things like optimization um, uh, of, of work that you're doing, understandably, they, they're different perspectives. But what you know, you've explored so beautifully on your show is that the output of artificial intelligence systems, and we use that term in IEEE-SA, AIS or AI systems, um, is, is very different depending on who you are. And that could be everything from an algorithm, um, you know, the choices that you make. And this is before there's any, say, concerns about risks or, you know, again, the, the areas that you've explored so, so adeptly about are, are people, as it were, treated differently because of certain systems and contexts. So I think for me, what I'm really excited about to work with you guys, uh, first of all, I'll mention that, you just have, you've established a brand. So I'll keep using the word beautifully. <laughs> That's the one metric. But you've done it so well of, of finding these voices and these people and, and having different angles that, um, you know, sometimes can be uncomfortable. But to me, I think uncomfortable doesn't have to mean, as I know it on your show, it's, it's not that it's negative, right? It's that it's things that sometimes we haven't talked about as much. And I think uh, giving people permission to think about the values that they care about is essential when you actually have terms like values alignment in the, in the field, right, with AI systems. Uh, the name, measure mentality, I, I think I was like, hey, what can we own as a Twitter hashtag? But I also like puns, and maybe that's just sad. And, and I, was, I was just, you know, banging things together and said measurement and then mentality and thought, you know, it's a fun name to start with. So, you know, we'll start with that. So, John, the series isn't just with you. It's also with uh, the IEEE Standards Association. And we were wondering, what is IEEE SA looking to get out of this series? Well, thank you for asking. Um, first of all, really, the reason I joined IEEE, uh, the larger organization, and the Standards Association is one of many what are called operating units. And in the ecosystem of IEEE, there's also societies. And at the heart of everything are volunteers. Uh, the volunteers make up our work, and it's in this consensus-driven way. Everyone has one voice in things like the standards work that we do. It's one voice, one vote, right? Everyone is can come in. And, uh, but the, the tagline for the larger organization is advancing technology for humanity. So from a kind of larger content sense, um, this series is a really wonderful way to explore that. You know, what's a metric of success? Advancing technology for humanity. Advancing technology could mean a lot of different things, but doing it for humanity, obviously then you have to say, well, what do you mean by that? 
that's really kind of at the core of what this show in one sense is about. Um, more specifically, um, the, the Standards Association, we're really excited to, to partner with you guys. Because um, one thing is, it's just, you know, I think it's a smart thing to do, you know, go to an established show like your, yours uh, with really smart guests and, and content that lets people know about IEEE uh, if they don't know about them yet uh, from, you know, your audiences may or may not. Hopefully they do, but maybe they don't. Now they will. And then secondly is any of our work is really about expanding our community, but with relevance so that um, someone would say, uh, wow, these, you know, IEEE Standards Association partnered with Radical AI. That's really smart. And then the content that they're, they're building, I want to be a part of. And, um, you know, joining the webinar means that's kind of an introductory really model for a lot of what we do. How we work is phone calls or webinars or conferences where then you're, you're going to give your answers to something, build up documents, build up standards. And so really this is a model uh, uh, we're very excited about to work on with you guys to sort of demonstrate how we can really bring people into our community and give them the platform and the tools to have their voice be heard. And John, you mentioned it earlier, which I don't think we had realized you are our first ever two-time guest of the show. Um, this is the second time you're the first one. So congratulations on that. Um, the uh, one thing that you spoke to um, around this concept of, of success and um, measurement is that uncomfortable place. And um, as listeners of the show know, we uh, talk about being radical is getting down into the root of something. And so when uh, John and, and IEEE approached us to talk about this partnership, we, we jumped on it because that's, I mean, that's kind of what we're all about, this concept of success, right? Like a success according to who, success according to what, like how do we even talk about measurement, um, especially across, you know, times and spaces. Um, and obviously, you know, our one, one of our groups that IEEE, or one of the groups that IEEE works with, uh, the majority, the majority of the time is you know the engineering uh, world, and you know they might have a very different experience or expectation around what success looks like than say the social scientists that uh, maybe Justin and I are taking classes with. And so, what does it look like to have this conversation across um, different groups or different contexts or different settings? And then, what can we do with it? Um, and I think that this is a really action-oriented series. So I'm just listing more reasons why we're excited for this series to start, but maybe some more specifics would be helpful. So John, could you talk a little bit, without giving too much away, of uh, maybe some of the topics and some of the guests that will be included and interviewed in this series? Right now, I'm not going to name any actual guests, although I will say they're very VIP level, uh, like both of you. And um, you know, we're really also really uh, focused on having people from around the world, uh, not just, say, from North America, Europe, and the UK, as much as we're excited about having people from those regions. But I'll just touch on, um, this is on the website too, the titles and sort of the initial um, content that we're going to have. But just to give you a sense of some of the metrics that are different, the next episode where you guys are interviewing a couple of guests um, uh, without me, and then I'll join at the end of the show to, to, to do some feedback on the content that you guys have done. Uh, the first episode is going to talk about children, specifically their data, and then also sustainability. And there the logic is uh, the idea of triple bottom line, people, planet, and profit. We thought that was a great way to start the show because most people have metrics to understand profit. But now in terms of people, everyone wants to know how do we take care of our kids and what are the metrics to do that. And data is a great way to start that. 
Same thing with sustainability. A lot of people understand things about ESG or CSR reporting, but a lot of our focus at IEEE with our big paper ethically aligned design as well is to say the vast difference, and this is also a good thing about kind of a metric of design success, is when you consider what your goals are, what your metrics for success are at the very outset, the very beginning of design, versus kind of building something and have a prototype you've already put a couple million dollars into and then saying, how can we make sure to release this with the least amount of risk possible? It's a very different situation. Anyway, um, just to quickly go through some other high-level stuff we're doing, we're going to talk more about specifically mental health issues because so much of AI these days has to do with things like effective computing, how algorithms actually affect human agency. Uh, we want to talk about um, uh, some specific countries uh, like New Zealand, the question of what are they optimizing for. They actually have what they call their 2019 well-being budget. And so it's a great way to see how, <clears throat> excuse me, it's a great way to see how New Zealand is uh, focusing on their economics, yes, but also a lot of other lenses for well-being. And then things like uh, designing for trust and agency for the end user. What are some of those metrics? Um, which ethics or whose ethics are we optimizing for? When we think about success, are we saying kind of a Western perspective, a global South, the East? And how do we think about how to balance those different things? And then I should say at the end of the series, we'll bookend uh, with you guys again. The three of us will do a podcast interview and a webinar to close this out. And um, one thing, last thing I'll point out, I know we're going to talk about more in a minute. We're very excited. We have these three questions that we want anyone who wants to respond to to provide their answers to, uh, which we'll then be releasing in the form of two reports as part of, the, part of the shows. So no pressure, but anyone who's listening to the incredibly amazing Radical AI team, and you're like, wow, I trust these guys because they're amazing. I don't know this John guy, but apparently he's been on twice. So hey, that's not too bad. Love to have you, as you already are, you know, avid fans of this incredible show, this new series, Measure Mentality, that we're working on together. Love to have you to continue to subscribe to the Radical AI uh, podcast with this new series. And then we would love, um, you know, the support to come on over, as it were, to IEEE, to the webinars that we're doing. And by the way, that also is where they'll be live. Um, right now, unless the schedules change, they're going to be the last Thursday of every month at noon Eastern. And that's going to be um, uh, for the next 10 months. And that's going to be starting in January. So really, the, the last Thursday of every month. Love to have you sign up for the webinars. The easiest thing to do since it's, you know, the audio uh, form is if you Google IEEE and the word measure mentality in the show notes on Radical, Radical AI, you can find the link as well. You have to register for the webinars, but then also that's where you can come and actually talk um, to Jess and Dylan and I when they're on the show or then any of the guests I'm interviewing as well.
the podcast episodes, we're actually going to be focusing on, as John already alluded to, three specific questions in this series. And we'll be asking a bunch of different guests these same questions about different topics related to AI and different measurements of success. And so the three questions that we'll be asking over and over again in this series that all of you also can answer if you'd like uh, and share it with us. And so we can include it in our overall reports throughout the series. Um, the first question is, how is success measured today in artificial intelligence systems? And um, this obviously will have very different answers depending on the discipline and the domain and the guests that we have on the show. Uh, I know I personally am super interested in hearing how people uh, are reasoning about subjective versus objective measures of success, like you were just speaking about, John, because uh, in my work, I know we talk, uh, or I, I do a lot of work with fairness in artificial intelligence. And so that's a super subjective objective uh, to have in a system. And so, um, that's something that I'm, I'm really interested in seeing how people reason about objectives that are probably different for every single person in the world. And so they're, they're definitely going to have us sitting in those uncomfortable spaces we were talking about and that we, we love to have on this show. Uh, and the second question that we'll be asking all the guests is what is the positive future you're working to build with artificial intelligence systems? This one we are really excited about because we'll be asking our guests to uh, basically tell a story for us, to paint a, a word picture, if that's another uh, good way to put that. And so this might be in the form of prose, poetry, um, a story, something that is meaningful for the guests. And uh, the last question, the third question that we'll be asking all of our guests is what are the specific measures of success that exist in that positive uh, future that they are envisioning? And uh, as a precursor to the show and as a welcoming introduction to these questions, we are actually going to ask John these three questions to see uh, what he thinks about success in AI. So John, let's start it off with the first question, and that is, how do you think that success is measured today in artificial intelligence systems? Awesome. Well, no pressure. Because um, I have clearly delineated, delineated short answers, pithy sound bites. Um, no, I think uh, uh, the first, I think in general, uh, uh, AI systems and most technology and, and products and services, and I used to work in the business world as an EVP at a PR firm, um, you know, one of the easiest metrics of success, which makes sense, is money, you know, is, is I am making this product. And by the way, that's a, that's, not bad. It's it's a thing, right? Like it's a it is one metric of value. Did people buy this? And that's a good question to ask. You know, am I providing something of value? Um, if it's a B two C kind of thing, um, the thing that uh, I think it's not like people forget this, but this is the sort of not really hidden, but the paradigm that's under everything is what's the justification to get something built in the first place, right? And there's the question of will it make money. But then this is where there's a lot of systems underlying how any technology is created. And I'm being very general. And also, I live in America. So a lot of times, you know, it's probably obvious from, you know, to your guests, but as I come from a Western perspective. But um, there also, um, it just happens, you know, ideologically or whatever else. 60, 70 years ago, the GDP was a metric that uh, gross domestic product when it came out, it made sense, especially in general. There's different timings that people say it came out. Some say it's 1934, 
it's important, I think, I want to level set that to say, you know, a lot of things that sort of happened, happened for a reason, but they also happened decades and decades ago. And that's why it's a wonderful time to say, um, what are those metrics? Uh, the other thing, too, which is interesting is that the metric of success, I think a lot of times is in uh, avoiding risk. Where what's interesting is, to me, um, makes complete sense. And there's a lot of metrics uh, that I'm learning about you know, engineering and data science, about avoiding risk. It's interesting, though, to measure the absence of something because it also means how do we define risk? Some things, I think, are easier than others. Will this vehicle crash? The harder world is things like effective computing and asking what does risk mean around things like human agency, where a lot of stuff we just don't know. And also, one thing I'll just say here, I think sometimes people are like, well, AI or artificial intelligence systems, it's just the new thing. It's a newer technology. But it's a, the reason we use the word systems is because, first of all, by and large, it uses human data. So that's different. doesn't mean it's worse or better. It's just different. Um, there's a series of systems, right? An algorithm doesn't work in isolation. It's delivered by hardware or whatever. And then this is the, the, the key thing is our data goes to the cloud. The cloud is new, right? It's decade old. And it just is very different in, in terms of how data is brought to that location, people who can access that data. And our second question for you, John, is what is the positive future that you envision with AI? I think there's this glorious opportunity with so many manifestations of, of AI systems and whatever we're talking at machine learning. You know, as you guys I know have seen and interviewed so many people with health, uh, physical health, mental health, racial justice, you know, all these different areas where the, the, the technology and the tools have already mitigated or helped so many things in a positive way. For me, I think the mandate, the urgent absolute need is to say whatever these tools are, and again, fairness, transparency, trust, all these things we always have to be thinking about as professionals. I would call the three of us professionals in this arena, right? Working to, to make these tools the, the best they can be. You know, Transparency is kind of like saying, build a car with brakes. The answer is, well, sure, that car's got to have brakes. What transparency means, we define and all that. The mandate for me is what I already kind of touched on before, which is recognizing, and I, I think this is just an empirical truth, you can build something in one of two ways. You can build something saying, I'm going to build this tool where the primary metric of value is kind of in the world I know now, which is avoid risk, and, but, but really a main key performance indicator is that, that I have the metrics to easily measure is, is through finance. Now, again, I, I want to be crystal clear. I'm not saying that anyone in the industry is coming only from that perspective, right? But even if it's, quote, AI for good, there's just the constraints of how you physically bring something into existence that may involve funding from a certain place or, you know, IPOing and those pressures to get to market. Anyway, so for me, my dream is that these amazing tools will always be built only after the three metrics of, again, people, planet, and profit are brought into the, the design process at the beginning of, of design. And I've always had a dream, too, that a CEO would go into her shareholders and the shareholders would ask her, how are you doing this quarter? And she would have her financial metrics on the Excel spreadsheet, but then she would also say, well, here's how, from the human side of things, we're increasing mental health with our employees and external stakeholders and clients. And then here's how we're doing all this stuff with the environment. 
And again, it'd be 33 and a third or whatever for each of those things that she'd be held responsible for. And if she's like, well, we blew it away, financial metrics, a shareholder, this is part of the dream. The shareholder would say, well, hold on. What about the people side, the mental health? You know, thank you for your work, but you got to go back next quarter and work in those numbers. And as, as strange and mystical as that may sound, and again, I'm speaking here as John in my research for about 10 years in this area, I don't know how else the world, the physiological environment, et cetera, will get healed and maintained for my kids who are teenagers and for everyone else's kids. Um, and I don't know how mental health uh, will be, you know, or aspects of the people side of things will be maintained if that's not kind of what's done for those, those three things. So that's, that's part two. Yeah. And so now that we've talked about the positive future that you're working to build or that you're looking to be built into the world, the next question is, how do you know when you're there? (laughs) The question that we're going to be asking our future guests, which I'm asking you right now, is like, what are the measures of success for that positive future? So in addition to adding maybe some of these uh, more nuanced metrics around people and around planet, um, how do you know um, that we've arrived in this vision that you've set out for us here? Again, for me, I'll go with that question. And, and I, I wrote a book called Artificial Intelligence, where the whole second half of the book is, is a lot of these, I'll call them utopian visions, elucidated. But um, one thing is this crazy idea um, that actually the Stiglitz Commission uh, back in 2000, I think it's 2009, uh, at the time, the president of France, Nicolas Sarkozy, asked this commission, comprised of Joseph Stiglitz and Amatya Sen, Uh, all these global thought leaders, what is the best metric of success to measure society's progress? Is it the GDP? And Joseph Stiglitz, the uh, Nobel award-winning economist, and this amazing team said no. And it's what amazed me the first time I read it. uh, When you actually read the Stiglitz Commission, they say that human well-being is easier to measure than GDP, which I found fascinating because I assumed, like most people, human well-being, that's like squishy and all that. And it's actually... Really not. When you understand how positive psychologists uh, measure aspects of what's called long-term flourishing. And to answer your question, there are all, so many tools. Um, you know, AI, one of my ones I always point to is PTSD and soldiers. How there's this amazing opportunity for chatbots. Uh, as, as research I've read shows that, you know, you can talk to these chatbots knowing this is not a human. But I feel that I'm sort of venting. And it helps them then, you know, talk to human therapists. That's just one example. The metric of success is that people uh, recognize their need to increase their human flourishing in the sense like you go to the gym. No one says like, hey, why are you going to the gym? I go to the gym to increase my physical self. The idea, at least in the Western world, of saying, well, what about your mental well-being? It's only the past five or ten years where even things like meditation have become more, you know, acceptable. So anyway, the logic there is that metric, what, what success looks like is that people's flourishing and the environmental uh, flourishing are prioritized at the same level and frankly for a while even higher than, than profits. Not because profits aren't good, but because if everything, all resources aren't going to save and to, to increase human and environmental flourishing, um, then kind of what's the money good for, you know, getting... I guess, 75 or 80 people to Mars. And I'm probably not going to be able to afford that, that trip. So 
anyway, that's what I think success. And again, that's me, John, what I think success could look like. One of the questions, I come from a religious studies uh, background in terms of my doctoral work right now. And one of the questions that a lot of my colleagues in that space ask about artificial intelligence, they say that, you know, the question, the deeper question of artificial intelligence systems and how we design them is the question of what it means to be human. And so for me, that's something that brings me into this topic of, uh, it brings us back to these large philosophical questions that have spanned, you know, millennia around not just what it means to be human, but what it means to uh, be able to design and support human flourishing in such a complex uh, world that we're in. And uh, Jess and I have a lot more to say from our own personal experience around this, and I'm sure it will come about through um, these 10 months. Uh, and also, we will be guests on this first webinar, which by the time this episode launches, uh, it will already exist, it will already be out there, um, but we'll talk more on that webinar about our own uh, journeys around this concept of measurement and our own thoughts uh, from our different traditions and our different disciplines. So please do check that out if you're interested in hearing more of us, <laughs> I suppose. Um, but beyond that, because uh, we did want to keep this intro episode uh, a little bit pithy um, to kind of tease some of these topics, but not to talk about them uh, completely and exhaust everything. Uh, John, could you talk a little bit more about some more of those action items that you've already mentioned a little bit about how to subscribe to the podcast, how to get involved, and anything else that people should be aware of as we move towards closing this first episode. Sure, and thank you again. I just have so much fun with you guys. I looked at my phone and I'm like, oh, dang, it's almost done because these guys let me talk and I love talking to you guys. Uh, I think we designed, I think we designed, if I can say so myself, I think we designed this very well, right? You guys are expert interviewers, amazingly, you know, fun to listen to. So part one of anyone's journey who's listening to this is just keep doing what you're doing, right? Listen to these amazing hosts, hosts and, um, and uh, uh, you know, learn from the people that they interview, right? To get a perspective on a metric of success that maybe you hadn't thought about in relationship to AI, or maybe you had, and that's fine. Then the logic is you go from there to the webinar, and the call to action there is you get to ask questions, right? It's a live webinar. I'll be interviewing people. My goal there is to, and it's been very gracious to you guys to let me talk so much. This show is not about John, right? Uh, meaning that's not the point. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I gave it the name and hopefully people like it. But the point is, is that this is now about you, the listener, and uh, about the great people that, that we're going to interview and have the honor to interview. So you listen to Dylan and, and Jess, you come to the webinar, you ask questions, and then really, I can't ex express enough, if you answer those three questions, uh, the, first of all, we're going to cut and paste them. This is all in the submission guidelines, but we will not touch them at all, right? And, and we're going to publish uh, in two different sets of reports um, the, the full listings of whatever we get. So whatever answers you give, and there's some you know, editorial guidelines, and, and please you know, keep it clean and all that type of stuff, but you'll see that in the submission guidelines. And for me, especially things like stories uh, and especially things like, you know, indigenous thinkers or non-Western thinkers, women, people of color, we really are excited. I am personally, as I'm sure you guys are, too. Uh, and the call to action here is to really help expand what metrics mean and, and really feel free, you know, answer more than once if you want. So those those questions, the report is a key part of of this work and we really would love to have your thoughts and again we'll have the the different places you can go in the show notes here and on our site but the easiest thing is if you google ieee and the word 
measure mentality and the hashtag measure mentality on Twitter and LinkedIn is what we're using. I'm just going to echo one more time what we've all probably said at least five or 10 times in this episode so far, and that's just how freaking excited we are for this series. This is the first official sponsorship and partnership like this that um, Dylan and I and the Radical AI team has started and taken on um, all together. And so it's just a really exciting step in this journey um, for all of us. And so we're just really excited to work with you, John, and uh, to be working for the next 10 months because uh, this is what 2021 is going to be all about, is figuring out what successful AI looks like, or at least figuring out some form of that. So um, for more information on today's show and for every single show in this series, you can uh, visit the episode page at radicalai.org backslash measurementality. And as we close, I, I just want to underline again that part of our measurement of success for the series is your engagement. So please, uh, if you are willing and able, please do engage uh, with this series because we need all of our voices in order to move forward towards uh, this collective vision uh, that, that we're looking for and, and figure out how to, we can even talk about that uh, future in the first place. So please do engage uh, as you feel called. And if you enjoyed this episode, as always, we invite you to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Catch our new episodes every week on Wednesdays and check the next episode of Measurementality, at least the podcast element of it, next month. Join our conversation on Twitter at RadicalAIPod. And as always, stay radical.